Okay, Bokertov, today's daf is daf Kuf Gimel in Yavamas. <clears throat> Yesterday we got down again a few lines down on the page. Kavakita, the sixth line of the page. Kavakita, if a person has a stump, and he has a wooden stump, meaning as a, as a, uh, his, his foot's been amputated. So he said in the Mishnah before, Bryce has said that Chalza the Minal Nif from Shechovus Raglo, or Besam Nifchas, or we mentioned the, the Kavakita, that that's also good. The Kavakita, the Mok, all these things. Bengal uh, does the Chalitza is a good Chalitza. Even though, why is it a good Chalitza? Because that's considered his, his shoe. The kav, the stump that he's wearing is considered shoe. Now, kavakita, who's the one who says that's okay? Money or mayor, chosa goes or mayor, the tanan. Hakita yotz On Shabbos, he says, Hakita, a person who has, who has, who's uh, missing a limb can walk out with his wooden stump on Shabbos. It's what we call today a prosthetic, whatever. So uh, he would be, he's allowed to walk on Shabbos. Why? Because that's considered his shoe. That's considered a shoe. He's not like he's wearing an extra, he's taking an extra finger, carrying something. Diver a mayor. So Rabbi Yossi, Yossi, Rabbi Yossi, apostles, but the fact that you see over here that it's considered a shoe shows you it goes like a mayor, because according to Yossi, you're not even allowed to go with that on Shabbos. You're not allowed to wear that out in the street because it's like an extra thing that he's carrying. But he holds it to be a shoe, and therefore it's okay. Now, at the same point, though, if, he, if a mayor holds that that's a shoe, it's clearly going to a mayor holds that's a shoe. So you could, get, you could do chalitza on that. But at the same time, it, there's a problem because we said yesterday, what's a shoe? Something made out of leather. Because you learned now from tachash, right? tachash, it's got to be something made out of skin. It doesn't have to be seal skin like tachash, but it'd be some sort of a, of a hide of leather. And so, so as Mashur Mayor doesn't say, he says, you don't need that. But on the other hand, the latter part of this price that we just quoted said, if you use a, 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 a sock, a fabric sock, you cannot, that's not good. That's not good as for chalitza, like we saw in the Mishnah, like we saw in this Brisa. That goes like the Rabbanon, who say you have to have leather. So what's going on over here? If, if, the whole, if, the Mishnah, if this Brisa goes like Rameir, who says that uh, Kavakita is okay, that means even though, it's not, even though it's not leather, it's still okay because he owes that to be a shoe, so he doesn't need leather, so why wouldn't, the, why wouldn't the, uh, a woolen sock or a cotton sock also be good as, uh, for chalitza? So why not? So, uh, you have to say that since the safer goes like the Rabban, who say you need leather, and, 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 and Anpilya is not leather, the Rashi's also goes like the Rabbanan. I you said that uh, Kavakita is okay, and the Rabbanan don't hold of Kavakita, that's not considered a shoe. The Rashi must be speaking about, doesn't say that, but it must be speaking about where the wooden stump, the prosthetic that he has, is covered with leather. In other words, it's wrapped in leather, and therefore it's considered like a leather, like a leather shoe. Amalei Rava, Avalein Mechopa Or, but if it's not, if it's not covered with leather, my puzzle, then it's not good as a shoe for chalitza. Yachy Adatan is safe. Why did the safer say Bampili Shabeged? Why do you say that Bampili Shabeged that that's like a, a, a let's call it a woolen sock, a cloth sock? It's not good. Make an afkamina by the prosthetic itself. The medvar When do you say that it's good as a shoe? According to uh, when, when is it a good shoe? Only if it's covered with leather. So it's a leather shoe, even according to Rabbanan. But if it's not covered with uh, with leather, puzzle. Why do you make an afkamina and say the kavakita is okay? Well, that's got leather. And then he says until you shall beg it, it's not good. It's not leather. Say make an afkamina by the uh, by the prosthetic itself. If it's covered with leather, it's good. If it's not covered with leather, it's not good. So it's not likely to say that the Brisha goes like Rabbanan. Elo Marava, Midrasha, Rameir, Sefen Armei. Look at it this way. Since the Rasha is like Rameir, who says Kavakita is a good shoe, and it's not, doesn't have leather on it, but he holds that's good enough, 
So Seifa also goes to him. Seifa is also going to accept it. If that's the case, why would Rabbi Meir say until your Shalbegit is not good? And our Mishnah, we understand, has to be a leather. We have to be leather. Rabban holds it has to be leather. But, but Rameir doesn't hold it has to be leather. So why can't he say that until your Shalbegit is good also? So the answer is Haim Megim, Haim Logim. Very simple. Rameir Amnam doesn't require it to be leather for it to be a shoe. He doesn't hold it as far of, a, of an alcha, an alcha tachach. It's got to be a leather shoe. But it's got to be a shoe. You can't walk out with a shmat on your foot. That's not a shoe. Haim Megim, Haim Logim. The prosthetic protects his foot. Whatever's left of his foot from the knee or whatever down, whatever he's missing a calf <coughs> or part of his calf, but that stump is a shoe. It protects his, the rest of his foot. But a, a little piece of a, 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 a woolen sock is not considered protection. Amar Meimer, Haiman the Cholitz. If a person, when a person does chalitza or chalitza is performed on him technically because she removes his shoe and she spits, he's got to press his foot down. In other words, he's got to make her really take the shoe off. He's got to press his foot down to the ground. But tiny, we learn, we learn uh, the same brisa, the top line of this page, that the chalitza could take place whether he's standing, whether he's sitting, or whether he's leaning. So if he's leaning, it's probably he's not putting pressure on his foot. He's got, he's got, you know, we just said you have to press, press down on the ground with your foot. It says, even if he's laying, if he's sitting or if he's standing or if he's, or even if he's leaned over on his side, presumably there he's not pressuring, but he has to put pressure on his foot. Obviously, if he's standing or he's sitting, he can pressure down on his foot. But if he's leaning on his side, he also has to put pressure down with his foot on the ground. Yom remember, Haiman, the maske alichsa the kari. This is a strange one. A man is walking on the top of his foot. Somehow his foot is deformed. I'm not sure if it's a club foot or what, but somehow, the, the, remember, we talked, we said that when, when Pusik means regal, usually regal means the bottom part of the foot from the ankle down. So how do you walk on the top of your foot there? It's somehow his foot is turned upside down. It's turned, is, is turned out like upside down, and he's walking on that. That's not normal. Lo he can't do chalitza. And as in order to do chalitza, he has to be where he's able to put his sole down and pressure his foot on the ground. We learned also. Remember, we said that like the uh, the guy who's never uh, a guy who's uh, an amputee who's walking on his on all fours, and he has um, pads pads for his knees. That's called smuchas or You can make chalitza with that. Well, here he's not pressing down with his feet on the ground. Clearly, if he's if he's walking around schlepping around on pads, my love the holds, but he's only speaking where he used them. He, this guy was getting chalitza low. He can't do chalitza because he can't put he can't pressure his feet down on the ground. The yav Somebody else could use those pads as shoes. That's what we mean. The pads are shoes. We said that a prosthetic is is, te- is technically a shoe. Well, a pad that a person puts his knee on or whatever's left of his foot on the ground or his thigh, whatever the amputation is, rachmalitzlan. Those pads are considered shoes. It doesn't mean that he could do chalitza because we said a person doesn't have feet. It's very hard for him to he basically can't do chalitza. so he says, he says, my love, the chalitza, he says, lo, the yovle lacher, he gives him chalitza, he gives somebody else, somebody else could use that as a shoe, that pad could be used as a shoe. 
Omar Bashi, Lamadikum, according to what Amabra said, Lav Bar Uba Khalitz, Vlav Bar Kif of Khalitz. These are two guys who had um uh, that you know, they, the Ravashi got upset with them, so their feet were turned upside down. They didn't have normal feet anymore. They could they couldn't walk normally. And he said that, that so they can't do chalitza. And they can't do chalitza. So I declared, of course, what happens if there's no other brothers and this girl's going to be in iguna? She's got to get if she can't do chalitza. And let's say he can't do yibum for okay, do yibum, but this man is there when we don't do yibum. It's also to do yibum. So could they do chalitza under circumstances like so? Presumably, be the avid, you could do chalitza in a case like that. But in those days, they had to do Yibam. Now, we say that if it's below the knee, you could do Chalitza, right? If, it's a, if, it's, if the foot's been cut off and amputated below the knee, it's okay, right? Because it says, Raigel is the bottom part of the foot from the ankle down. And she took up the shoe from above that foot. So it's even a, a, between the ankle and the knee, that's considered Me'al Raglo. So she can take it. But let's say he's an amputee from above that. By the thigh, let's say, on the on the uh, the femur, right, on the femur area between between the knee and the thigh is the femur. So let's say he's been amputated at the femur point. Can't do chalitza. What do you mean? Why? That's not considered regal. It says over there, regon sholosh regon. There to talk about sholosh regon. You have to come up to the base of mikdash three times a year for for re'ia. So he says, Shalosh Gom, Rigon, Prat Lebalikavim. Since it's called, you know, we, we, they're called Shalosha, the Shalosh Rigon, right? The three holidays. They're also called Yamim Tovim, right? But he calls them Rigon to show you that you've got to be able to walk. If people are not, if people are amputated, they don't have to, uh, to come up to the base of Migdash, Prat Lebalikavim. So what do you see over here? So you see that, that uh, even up, if, he's, if, he's, if he has a... Um, Prosthetic all the way up to his thigh, and if he's if he's been amputated even by the thigh, he's still considered regolim. So she goes, that's considered regol. Says regolim probably the cash is really Rashi says probably about tour menaria alma shok lav regolu. So he's asking even more than that. Now as he says bermina regolim prat lebalikavin. The cash is not there. The way the cash is the other way. You just said that if he if he's amputated at the calf at the calf between the ankle and the knee that's okay. But it says Ramin Regolim Pralabalikavim. That if a guy that there by Regolim we see that is excluded if he's been amputated at the calf. That's not considered regal. So you see over here that, that he doesn't regal. So why do you say over here that you could do chalitza on a person who's amputated at the calf? So shiny of the Sibmeal Raglo. You're right. Here it says me'al regal. You have to take the, the now from above the regal. The regal is, let's say, up until the ankle. And this is, you're allowed to take it off from above that. So, uh, re, the word regalim or reglaim can exclude a person who just has calves and doesn't have anything below or, or uh, has part of his calf. Uh, but here me'al regal indicates that you could do chalitz even on top, uh, even above the ankle. That's the case. So maybe you could say me'al regal from above his leg, above, above the, we'll call the regal the, the ankle part of his foot. Uh, and you could do chalitza there. If that's the case, so you could maybe do chalitza even above the knee as well, if he's amputated above the knee. So the answer is me'al v'lo me'al me'al. Above, at the part of the calf, the shok, that's above the foot, the foot being from the sole of his foot, the ground, until the ankle. But above the knee is already me'al de me'al. It's, on, it's the, the area of the femur is above the shok, which is me'al ha'regal. And that's me'al me'al, that's not included. The ankle bone. The question is, you know, how, how, does, how does the physiology work in the foot? Very complicated thing, the ankle area. So he says you must see from here that the ankle bone all goes all the way down to the ground. 
Because if you say there's a bottom part of the foot, you know, where the toes are and the sole, and then on top of that, the ankle bone is separate, so that means that the ankle bone is above the regal, and then the shoka is and that wouldn't be good. And we said you could do the, uh, you could do the chalitza at the calf point. But you could say that the ankle bone also stops. It's not one bone all the way down to the ground. Everything which is even with the foot is like the foot. In other words, we know today that there are many bones between the ankle and, the, and your toes. There are many bones. It's not two bones. There's many, many bones in there. Right? It's a very complicated area, the bone structure in a foot. But that doesn't mean that that's me'al, the me'al, the me'al, the me'al. He says everything that's considered with, with the foot, everything that's seen with the foot is considered like the foot. And therefore the shope, the calf, the part above the ankle is considered me'al, and therefore it fits into the pasuk. He should take off his foot, his shoe from above his foot, which is the shok area. But above the knee, it wouldn't work. Now you say from above the uh, above the knee, you can't do chalitza. Masar of Kana, he's going to ask now the other way. He says, but those are still considered regal. That, that's you say regal is only what the bottom part of his foot from the ankle down. Shok is me'al raglo, and you could do the chalitz in the shok, but you can't do it above the knee, that's me'al me'al. We're going to see several psukim over here indicating that even the area of the thigh is considered regal. So therefore you should be able to do, even if the man is, uh, is totally amputated up until his thigh, and he's got some sort of a pad or a shoe there, you should be able to do that too. How do you see that there? Muscle remember, we show you so it's In the tochah, Hashem says, and even in the afterbirth, the placenta that comes out between her legs... Between her legs, well, that means like between her legs in the area in her in Baosamakam by Anisha in the uterus area, it comes up between her legs. That means to say that the thighs are considered her legs too. So when it says Meal Raglo, maybe you should be able to, the thighs are also considered regular, you should be able to do chalitza there too. At the time when a woman gives birth, she presses down, right? She presses down on um, on her. Um, you know, her thighs press against her heels. In other words, she bends over, bends her knees, so that even though, uh, even, even though obviously the baby comes out from the thigh area, but regla doesn't mean may, may be pain regla that that's considered regla rather because her feet, her, her lower feet are in that area as well. Toshma loas aragla loas asfamo. It says over there by in in the pasuk in Tanakh when he went to see the king, he said he this is it says he didn't loas aragla he didn't remove. Um, he didn't remove his uh, pubic hair. Uh, and he didn't arrange his uh, mustache. He didn't trim his mustache or trim his uh, his pubic area. So you see over there, it's also considered loss of raglov. It's considered his feet. So the feet is considered even up in the area, even in the groin area also. The answer is That's just a nice lotion. Rego means from the ankle below. That's the rego. When it says very raglov, it's just a nice way of saying it. You know, you don't want to say he didn't do his pubic hair, so he says loss of raglov. Similarly, by Yavushal came to urinate. That's also called to, I mean, to cover his feet. It's called cover his feet. So again, uh, there he's urinating from the groin area. Again, Lishnamai, that just means it's a nice way of saying it. You don't want to say, uh, like we say, Meiraglayim, right? It's called Meiraglayim is urine, right? So you don't want to say, you know, it doesn't mean that it's coming out of your feet. It just means that's a nice way of saying it. Tashma, Ach Mesachu Raglo Becheder Makira. There, Rashi says, it's speaking about Eglom, Melech Moab, that he urinated in the cool room. There again, Lishnava it doesn't mean anything. Bain Kara. Now, by Yoel Eshashkevarakeni, when she seduced Sisra to weaken him, and then she was able to feed him some, you know, she gave him some hot milk and she seduced him, and then she was able to kill him. 
So it says over there that he speaks with Bain Raglea, that, he's, that he basically he slept with her. It says Bain Raglea Shachab. He lay, he lay between her legs. So there again, you see Raglea means, um, <coughs> or even the thigh area means Raglea, means Ragolim. So it's not again Lishna Ma'alya. Okay, once, so these are all, that's the answer. Regal really means from the ankle down. When the Pusik calls Ragla of a Meiraglaim or something like that, Lazar Ragla, that's Lishna Ma'alya. Seven times he slept with her that day with the with the Alshanemer. It says if you look at the Bain Ragla, that's the possible we just quoted Bain Ragla. Again, it means it means euphemistically like a Lushan, like a nice Lushan. Look at the Lushan. Kara he bent over, Nafali fell. Those are also Lushan of, of sleeping with her. Shachav he slept with her. That's three. Bain Raglash, Kara, four, Nafal, five, Basher Kara, six. Shum nafal seven shadud means he fell lost and you know, worn out almost dead. So you see, he slept with her seven times. How could she have an from Avera? She had an offer from Avera. She was committing adultery with this uh, horrible uh, general. What Risham considered to be good, and you know, he was seduced. He wanted to have beer with her. Ro eats al Sadiqim. Sadiqim don't consider that pleasure. That's considered disgusting to them. They hate the Rishon because they, 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 they were disgusted by it. She didn't feel good about it. Uh, how do you see this? Don't speak to Yaakov at all. Keep your mouth shut. From good until bad. So I understand. Don't, don't, don't speak bad to Yaakov. He's a good boy. Don't uh, say anything bad to him. Don't uh, punish him or, or yell at him. Why can't you speak good to me? You want to say something good? What you consider to be good, you love and raw he hates on Sadiqim. Anything you consider good, they're disgusted by it. So here too, Sabishlam Hasam, Dilma Midkale Shma Davaskal. I understand why uh Lovin shouldn't speak to Yaakov anything because maybe he'll say, Oh, you took my gods or something, he'll mention Loma Ganafta Salohai, why did you steal my gods? My getchka's there. So maybe he'll mention Raskhavan. Elohacha my raw ika, but what's the bad over here? In other words, what's the bad? So I said, yeah, you consider what you consider to be good, Yaakov considers to be bad. But over here, when they were having sex, when when sister, sister and, and, and Yahweh were having bia, what's the bad here? I mean, it's, what, what's, what, what, what bad did she feel? Because Shadi Bezimah, because he uh, instilled in her this, this, this lust or this, this uh, uh, filth uh, by his semen is considered like filth. She was disgusted by it. When the Nachash slept with Chava back in Bereshis, he put a filth in her. Yisrael Shem Lar Sinai, Yisrael, who eventually started Sinai, Paschazumasan. It stopped at Har Sinai, the filth that, they, that was instilled in them, the Goyesha filth, or the animal filth, was, uh, was stopped. You know, was, 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 was stopped at that point. They still have this Zihum, like we call it, Zihum today is, is, uh, is you know, is. Um, a bacteria, an infection, right? That's what we call zuama in Hebrew. Is a zuama is, is an infection. It, it, it means it means a, a some a, it could be spiritual, but it means a a uh, something filthy. And uh, yeah, made pure again. Right, right, right. That's right. Because it's, it's like it's also like the, the there's also a tradition that the people who convert really stood at Sinai. Right, they were at Sinai, but they hadn't converted yet. So there's a petition at that. So maybe they were also, maybe all the people converted just considered that they were at Sinai. Chotz Menel Shem Shalom. Mishra said that it doesn't have to be his own shoe. 
right? You're supposed to take off the man's shoe, but he might not have the right shoe. Again, as we said, Bismana said in the, in the Besdens, they had a particular shoe that fit all the requirements. It had leather and it had straps and everything, and it was, it was usually it looked more like a boot that was all the way up, and she unstrapped it and took the shoe off. So they had a special one. But let's say if you use something which is not his, that's also okay. Even it's not. Tanarabonim. Nalo, Pusik says, V'chol nalo his shoe. Amy, it means it's got to be his shoe. It's got to be the husband's shoe. Or the Yavim shoe, rather. Nal shall call him. And Hanya, you can use anybody's shoe. Tamar Lomer, Nal, Nal, Nikol Makam. Because one Pusik says, V'chol nalo, take off his shoe. Me'al Raglo. The other Pusik says, V'nikol Shema Yisrael, Beis Chalutz Hana'al. The one who had the shoe taken off. The shoe, not his shoe. The shoe. So it shows you any shoe is good. So why say na'alo? If any shoe is good, why mention his shoe? Na'alo It's got to be something that he can wear. Well, if it's so big that he can't walk in it, sometimes a guy's a size, I don't know, a size, he's a size, uh, whatever, 30, and you put on a shoe a size 50, his foot's, go, his foot's going to come right out. He can't walk in the shoe. That, there, the chalitza wouldn't be good. Or let's say it's so small, he can't even get his foot into it. Or some slime, Rashi's one child, Rashi's that's a place that they didn't have heels on their shoes. Or slime just means it's been worn out. Shein lo ekev. But here Rashi says ekev shola or soul. That could be the soul, but I'm not sure if that's the English soul, S O L E. In any case, it's missing the, at least the back of the shoe, it's missing the heel of the shoe, part of the soul. Pardon? What, as, as a soul? Right, but before, when we had ekev, it's more mashma that it's the, uh, that it's the, um, the heel of it, that it's got to have the heel. Either way, it's got to be the bottom part. It, it, you know, there's a bo- it's the bottom part of the shoe. So if it's missing the bottom part of the shoe, that's no, that's no good. So that's what we exclude. So it says, Nalo, it, it's got to be something that fits him. It's got to be something that's not too big, not too small. And, uh, and it's got to be a shoe that's got a, that's got a bottom to it. So it's a shoe, otherwise it's not a shoe. Abaya, Havikoi, Kamejer, Yosef. I remember when, when uh, I used to sell shoes in the mail order business. So there was a time when... Um, they have, a, they have here a course called a Mahonat Kanim. You know, Mahon, uh, is it Mahonat Kanim? Yeah, like uh, underwriters' laboratories. Everything's got to meet the standards. So they claimed that my shoes, which were made in China, which I sold for a very cheap price, you know, not like, you know, very, they, were, they didn't meet their standards. So they came to destroy the shoes. I remember it was a guy with a keeper came and he destroyed it. I had a whole shipment of shoes, he destroyed them all. So I said, at least take out the shoestrings and I'll give them to the poor people. That's what I did. I said, why would they have, why would a country have, that's why, you know, I, I think Germany has 80 people employed by their underwriters' laboratories, Mahonat Kanim, and here they have thousands of people working there. Besides that, it's a, you know, it's a government payout job and stuff like that, all the, all the usual stuff that goes in. So they decide what they want to check. So, for example, they want to decide that, okay, we're going to have a certain tech on your zipper or on your pen. It doesn't pass our standards. You can't sell it in the country. It's ridiculous. Let the buyer beware. If you don't like the pen or this or this thing, don't buy it. But I mean, but so why do they have these? Why do they have these rules? Why do they have these for shoes? Who would think in the world? I guarantee you, go to America or go to Germany or some normal country. They don't have a tech for shoes. You want to buy cheap shoes? You can buy cheap shoes for two dollars. You can buy expensive shoes for two hundred dollars or or for five thousand dollars. Right? It's up to the buyer to decide what kind of shoes he wants. How do they have a tech and you know a standard for this? So they said that that what happened? They that some Israelis, you know, were the best shoes used to be from Italy, you know, the best leather. So in Italy, they have, uh, they have big fancy shoe factories, but they also, since they're, it's a Catholic country, they make shoes also for the dead people because they dress the dead people, the dead men, they dress so in cheap. a suit and everything. And those shoes, no, they're very good leather on the outside. They look beautiful, but the soles are basically cardboard because the guy's not going to walk in them. He's not going anywhere. So some Israelis decide, oh, I'm going to import 
Italian shoes. It's really from Italy, and he sold those shoes. The people who wore them, of course, are wearing them. They're worthless. There's no bottom to that, you understand? Because some Israeli went and did that. Oh, I have Italian shoes, and he, he, you know, he worked over the customers. Because of that, they have, now we're going to have a tech end to decide if your shoes are kosher or not, you understand? They have such a thing. We'll talk about that also. <laughs> so that's, that can happen with shoes, too. You can't ask them to, to this is, a, this, is, but this is a shoe that has no soul. It has no soul, basically. Right? I'm sorry, you can't. Anyway, if you, if you uh, manufacture or you bring them over, don't you give them one pair before you order it? No, not necessarily. People are ordering things. You know how many items are brought into this country today? Millions of items. It used to be, you know, you had to, I had to have to be sure for every single thing. In 1992, I had to get a permit to bring everything in from China because we didn't have relations with China yet, etc. Every little thing you had to get. Today, people bring in things by the truckload, by, by the boatloads of stuff. Everything comes from America, from overseas, from other countries. Millions of items. They can't, they can't check every stupid thing or get a permission in advance. As soon as it's out, it's out here. You want an iPhone, you can buy one here. What can you get there? You can, you can get everything here now. You just have to pay a little bit more. There's, there's almost nothing that you can't get in this country. You know? So they bring everything in. They can't check everything. So he said, we call you Rabbi Yosef. So Abayah was once Rabbi Yosef. Asi Yavam Luchalachot. So Yavama came to do Chalitza, and Rabbi Yosef was the rabbi there. Amalei. So Rabbi Yosef said to Abayah, Havli son, give me your give me your shoe. Give me your shoe. Here. I want to have a shoe. So Abayah was taken aback because Abayah held that you're supposed to use your own shoe. What, what, is he, what, is, what did the rabbi ask him? Give me your shoe here. Abayah, give me your shoe so I can use it here for the Chalitza. Uh, so Abayah was upset, like he said, so Yavlai San, he gave him his left one, his left shoe, as sort of like a protest to say, you know, because he's supposed to use the right shoe. If he said, Bidi Evan, if you put the left shoe on the right foot and it fits, it's okay. But he gave him the left shoe as if to show that you're not really, you don't really want to use my shoe. When do Rabban say you could use the left shoe? But the Evet, what are you giving me your left shoe for? Yosef said to Abayah, what are you giving me your left shoe for? So why do you ask me for one that's not mine? That's not the, I mean, that's not the, uh, the Yavams. When the Rabbanans say you can use a, a now that's not yours, it's supposedly na'alo. Okay, now also is good, even not yours. So why do you ask me for my shoe? Why don't you use the, uh, the Yavam shoe? This is what I said to you. Give it to him and be magnet him. It's like we do with a lulav. A guy doesn't have a lulav on the first day yantif. You're supposed to give it to him and be magnet him because he has to use his own. So here too, he says, I didn't mean to you that he should use yours. I meant to say, give it to him and be mocked at him. He'll give it back to you later on. It has to be his. So therefore, that's what we meant. You should use your own and use the right shoe. But over here, the effort we said you could do, because most people don't have a proper shoe that's only leather. Remember we said yesterday, even it's got other material in it, it's no good, it's got to be totally leather. Even leather shoes have other materials in them today. So he said you have to use a shoe that's totally leather. And then, then it's preferable to use one that's totally leather and, and his and the, and the ovums. But if you didn't have one, you didn't have one. Sandal Shalates, we said it's made out of eights, also good. Mantan, who's the one who says that eights is also good? Amashmul Rameir, the Tanakita Yotzbekavshal, like we said, the Rameir. Rabbi Osiosa, we learned that, uh, that the Rameir held that a, the stump, the prosthetic that an that a, uh, amputee wears on Shabbos, he's allowed to wear because it's considered like his shoe. And Rameir says, Therefore, this is considered his shoe, and you could use it for chalitza. And we said Rameir obviously does not require it to be made out of leather. 
But if we were the Shmuel Amr, but Mechupa or the Berkola, it could be that the, that the, that the Kita, he also, uh, that the, um, when we say Sandra Shalates is okay, why is it? It's, I always said, but it has to be made out of leather. Maybe it's covered with leather. So it could be that the Sandra Shalates we're talking about, it's made out of, out of wood, but it's covered with leather, and therefore it's okay. Interesting, if it's covered with leather, so even though the inside is wood, but if it's covered with leather, he says that's good enough. We talked about before, if it's got leather, but the inside's got a lining of material. Here we're talking about where every, every part that you touch is made out of leather, then that would be good according to everybody. Amr Papi Sandal Musgar. And let's say, you know, a person is a Mitzorah, he has to be sent outside. Then first Musgar, he's first outside for a period of time, for a week or two to check him, and then he, afterwards he's Mukhlat, and everything has to be destroyed. So Amr Papi Rabba Sandal, let's say a sandal that had leprosy on it, but if you use it, it's okay. If it's set, if it's permanent, it means it's going to have to be destroyed. You shouldn't use it. He says it's possible, why? Because it's considered what we call since it is going to be destroyed, it's as if it's already not here, and therefore it's missing the shear. We said one of the rules of the sandal is it's got to be able to fit his foot. He's got to be able to walk in it, not too big, not too small. So that's what Papa Mishmed Rabbi says, no. Echad sandal on muzgar, echad sandal on muchad, you shouldn't use lechachila, bimchalza, because eventually you might destroy it, bimchalza chalitzasa, ksheri. He says, lechachila, you shouldn't use it, but if you did it, it's okay. Rashi says, delabar sreif of shirakai. So he says, even, a, even though it's going to be destroyed eventually, it's considered okay right now. Bimchalza chalitzasa, either way, even the muchad. Nesvei, bayis ha muzgar, metano yitocha. A bias which is, uh, which is, found leprous and they're checking it out now it's musgar, it's metame on the inside, if you touch the inside of the wall it's tame the one that's muchel that said that's permanently that's, that's you know that's, uh, uh, that, that's going to be destroyed it's, it's tame if you touch the inside or the outside and if you come in if you walk inside even if you don't touch the walls you're tame when you come inside if it's considered as if it's destroyed how can you come into the house the house is considered destroyed already so it's not considered coming in it's there it says and you will break down you will destroy the house it's still called a house at that time even when you destroy it I got a special posseg in other words, there are cases when somebody's considered as we say a lulav. Remember a lulav of Vodazar you can't use because it's going to be destroyed. Or a sheira, it's a sheira tree, it's got to be destroyed. So it's considered But this is not because the Pasuk says, Venatat Sabayas, Afil Bishas, and Titsakar Bayas. Tashma, another proof. Matlis, let's say you have a shmata, smartuchi, eposhal shosh, a piece of cloth that's got three by three fingers. It's both. Afapisha, inbox ice, it's very thin. Uh, thread it doesn't have a kazais. If you crumble it together, it does not kazais. Once it comes, most of it comes into a uh, a clean house, to, and and it's made out of uh, it, it's leprous. The, the cloth is leprous. Tamaso, it's metamit. My love, aren't we speaking about muchletas? Aren't we speaking about where it's muchlat? And even though it's going to be destroyed, it's considered as if it came in, it has a shear to come in. It's almost garret. It's considered it's not muchlat yet, and therefore it's not going to be destroyed. Let's say this model is, is very thick, it's a thick material, and even though it's not shalosh bal shalosh, but it's got several olives worth of bulk. Once a kazayis came by star, it's metamit. If you're speaking of Mochlet, Hainu Diskish Lameis, why does a Kazayas, you said if a Kazayas came in, it's Tomei, the house is Tomei. 
If you tell me what, that it's, uh, if you talk about muchlat, therefore it makes sense that a muchlat is considered lemes. It says by, by Miriam, when she was a, a mitzorah muchletet, it says over there, she shouldn't be like a dead person. So like a dead person is matami, kazayas, a bosser is matami. So here too, the uh, kazayas of, uh, of a leprous material is matami. Eliam musgeret, amai is kishlemes. Why is it kishlemes? Musgeret is not kishlemes. Elo, the girsa is... Ella shiny hosam. The truth is, it is it is muchlat. But why do you say that it's considered if it goes in? Even if nichnas rubel lebeistar, the kasha was if rubel lebeistar, it's considered tame. Why? Because you say that the niyut that's outside is considered part of this. But if it's already been like destroyed, if it's ready to be destroyed, so why is it considered? Uh, why do you put the the miyot after the majority? So the answer is shiny also. Remember, a sarf has a beged. I feel b'shas rei for kari beged, like we had before. Venatzet to sabayis. It says here you have to burn the beged even when you burn it. It's considered a beged. So v'ligmerminei, and and therefore that's why it's considered. So, however, the shoe when it comes to when it comes to chalitza, that Tana will say. Rapapa said no. Uh, um, I mean, the first time, not Rapapa, the first time, Rapapi, Rapapi said that if it's muchlat, it's considered destroyed, and therefore it's not a good chalitza. It's like there's no shoe there. So why don't you learn out chalitza from the Beget? It says, Because that's Tumah. Tumah is a special chiddush that has special rules of Tumah. Even though it's going to be destroyed, it's still considered like a Beget right now or a house right now. Uh, but you don't learn out Yisra from Tumah. I'm a Rav, a Rav, a Paskin, so like Rav Papa. Whether it's a sandal, a, a, a leprous sandal that's just been set aside for examination, or if it's been this permanent, it's like it's 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 uh, permanently uh, uh, a leprous and you've got to destroy it. Or if it belonged to Avodas Kavim, they had shoes Avodas Kavim. When a person went to Avodas Kavim, went to worship the Avodas he had special shoes that he worshipped also, like with the you know he went to, like at Selim on it. That low tachlis, you shouldn't use it for chalitza. It's improper. You shouldn't use it because eventually it's, it might be destroyed. But even if even by the sandal mukhat, which is definitely going to be destroyed, uh, it's still considered good chalitza. And I say you don't allow iser from uh, you don't uh, you, you don't allow from uh, from tumah. But okay, tumah is The answer is that's just megalamilsa that it's still considered like one thing. That's not really learning out of limit. So those things are kosher by the evan. But if it's a sacrifice for us, and also the reason by by us is because us could be mavutal. A goy could come and be mavatul us and it's not a goy, it's not an us anymore. So it's not definitely going to be destroyed. Even though by mitzora muchlat. Uh, we said that it is going to be destroyed, but we said the pustic indicates that it's still considered a structure. It's still considered an item, a house, or a shoe at this point. But of takruz kavim, something that's offered as a sacrifice of kavim, nobody can be mamatel that. That definitely has to be destroyed. So shall takruz kavim, the shall irni dachas, irni dachas the is also has to be all destroyed. The shall zakenas lekvada, or let's say it's used for tachrichim, like we talk about those Italian shoes. If it's used for tachrichim, meaning. It's not really made to walk on at all. Like those shoes, it's not made to walk on. Low tachlitz, you shouldn't use, you shouldn't be do The chalitz is no good over there. Again, by irony dachas, or if it's takruvas on this kavim, that's going to be destroyed. And a zakin asulikvodo. Notice if you use, if you, they, again, we don't put on, we don't dress the mason like the Catholics do, but they, they put sometimes on like like uh, uh, the, the, like those hospital shoes. You know, they just made a cloth that cover your feet, and they they, they use them for tachrichem. Then it's not used to walk on. That's not a good. Uh, they, that's not a, considered a shoe. And it's got to be a shoe. And these aren't shoes. So either not shoes either because they're going to be destroyed. And the shear doesn't have the shear, or because it's not a shoe at all. Why do you say those shoes that you put on him, those foot covers, whatever you call them? 
uh, it's not made for walking. When you go to a bezin today and they do chalitza, you know, the judge there, the dayanim, have a certain pair of shoes that they always use. Those fit all the requirements. And that's the standard. They always put that and they use that. That's also not made for walking on. It's only made for the chalitza. So why is that? You say that if it's not made for walking on, it's no good. Would the court be upset with him if the guy walked in a little bit? And it's even the, the oven or the, the, or the bailiff, the shliach bezin. If he put them on and use these, well, there's snow outside now. Put on the chalitza shoes because they're good big boots uh, with a demak. But it's okay to wear the shoes also. In other words, they are made for walking. As opposed to that of tachrichim, certainly uh, they're made for tachrichim. Nobody's going to walk in those because they're only put on when the guy's dead. So we see that the shoes have to be made out of leather. According to mayor, they don't really have to be made out of leather. They could be made even out, even like a prosthetic wood is, is probably okay also because he said that's considered shoe on Shabbos. Be considered shoe here too, uh, but they still have to be shoes. They got to be shoes that fit the guy. They got to be shoes that have a sole on it. They got to be shoes that people walk in, and they got to be shoes that are not going to be destroyed. All right, we'll pick it up tomorrow. Uh, Pardon? Boots, yeah. I don't know. Boots are made for walking. Huh? Boots are made for walking. I don't even know those. That's a song. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs>